All right, guys, we're back with another interview. It's your host, that boy, that boy Josh. And today we're here with AKT. AKT, So you can can you tell us a little bit about what you what you do? What's your passion right now? So my passion right now is hair, sneakers, and fashion. Simply hair, sneakers, sneakers fashion. Okay, I like to hear that. So we're just about <laughs> to start with the first one. Hair, okay. hair, hair. What you what you got going on with the hair? So hair, I am definitely navigating my way through the hair beauty industry. Mm -hmm. um, kind of pointless because I don't know how to do hair. Okay. Or, but I do understand wearing great quality hair. So I do have my own hair extension line. Okay. AKT extensions. Um, I AKT started, extensions. Yes. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, so I started it where I had the vision of in, in college, go dogs at UGA. Um, I was just like, dang, like, you know, that struggle of yeah. I need my hair done and, you know, being a student is not working. So I was just like, you know, I just wish and I'm every time I wish something, especially if it's like for comfortability and it's, it can reach the masses, I'm mm. down. So I was like, make a hair extension line. Like, okay. And it'd be affordable for like college girls that, you know, didn't have the extra funds and just, you know, sometimes maintenance is not always in the budget right but um i try to make it very consumer friendly okay so how did you how did you get into that as far as so you you saw a need mm -hmm. you knew how to you know go about that need mm -hmm. so what was the the process like and you know actually you know maybe like finding a vendor or yes. your process so, of doing that um finding a vendor was uh, the most challenging thing because you know there's a lot of options you mm. want to shop around you also want to make sure you're getting um the best bang for your buck you right. know you don't want to be overpaying and then not being able to make that deficit up or whatever right. so finding a vendor was it took maybe about three months okay. for me to really so get samples and really pick one that i knew that was um easily shipping because sometimes vendors the shipping they close right. and i just really wanted it to be everything easy right. so that process was some hardest and then luckily i have great friends great support great family mm -hmm. so it was easy getting the awareness out right um and now um now the next challenging part is like the marketing type ceo mm -hmm. and trying to figure out okay now that i started with the idea how do i kind of make it more aware you right. know so the hardest part was finding a vendor. okay so is it like a like is it like an LLC? Is it mm -hmm. okay? So it's LLC. How how was that process? Um. Well, I wouldn't say easy, but you know, my policy background, I just went mm -hmm. ahead and okay <laughs> did it right. You know, that's the first thing of business. Being an entrepreneur, I'm still learning, so I don't think I got all the trades to the game. But mm -hmm. definitely, you have um LLC, get it copyrighted, make sure or trademark your name so it's yours right. before you start anything. Right. So. Okay. So you just mentioned that you are a poli sci major. Yeah. Uh, what were well, not saying these are not still your goals, of course, but going into college, uh, you're a poli a political science major. For those who don't know what poli sci is, yeah. What was your What was your vision at that time? Um, fun story. I started international relations, okay. and then um, the IR class is a little bit tricky. So mm -hmm. luckily, I was still in the same college. I switched solely to political science. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of got a little boring. And then I took intro to philosophy and I was like, oh, hey, this is another major. Mm -hmm. And so 
um, it kind of helped with uh, obviously the reading and writing part. Mm -hmm. um, but I initially did want to go to law school, be L. Woods 2.0. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, still do. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, that's literally on my goal this year. Actually, um, met with some of my other lawyer friends this past month and just expressing my concerns, getting on that right track, um, taking the LSAT, actually studying for it. And right. this time, I think it's just funny how God works. I'm a little more wiser. I don't mm. think I could have been yeah. studying for some stuff like fresh out of school. Um, my mind wasn't even on the LSAT, mm. honestly. <laughs> no, I feel so, that. I feel that. Mm. That is still my goal to definitely have that underneath my belt, um, have that degree, that accreditation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we just touched on here right now. Yeah. Next, you said sneakers. Can you tell us what you got going on with the sneakers? Okay, sneakers, that is my passion. Okay. You asked me what my passion was. Um, been collecting sneakers since a little kid, legit, but um, really paying attention to my collection around 2012. Okay. Um, so I just was obsessed. My first pair I started in 2012, I'll never forget, got a home Walters. Um, the 12, and I had started working that summer, and my mom, she was just like, like my brother got all the sneakers, of course, not like I didn't have anything uh but she was a boy girl mom like right. you know boys with sneakers girl yes. with a bows the flats right. and i'm like yeah but the men clothes kind of fine yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it was um that one pair i'll never forget it was the um sun eight the phoenix sun mm -hmm. say they were white orange and then they released the girl color but it was like ice blue mm -hmm. i was just like i don't like oh, that I so i was like this. man and when i started my job i was just like if as long as I'm working, I'm going to go ahead and get any shoe that I wanted. And so it started as a, a pet, a, you know, infatuation. And mm. it now is turning into one of my businesses. So right. I have Sneaker Closet, which is, it started off as like a blog kind of lifestyle. Mm. But now I'm turning into like merch and more. Um, I really want to open a store eventually. That's the end goal. Mm. So okay. what's the what's the collection looking like now? Oh, wow. So I have been selling some of my shoes. I'm probably down to maybe 150, okay. 150 okay. pairs. I don't, I don't want to ask. I don't like asking favorite oh. things because favorite can get, it can get very hard. For sure. So I'm, I would just say your most memorable or the one, the shoe that you got, you're like, I had to get, I had to get this. I had to get this one. Oh, uh, probably my Bordeaux 7. Okay. Only because I missed the 2016 release and I would never forget how my heart felt. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So that was, um, yeah. Okay. That's my favorite shoe for that okay. reason. We're going to go back a little bit because you just mentioned uh, Sneaker Closet. Uh, you said Sneaker Closet, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us what that, tell the viewers, tell the audience what that is? Okay, so Sneaker Closet is my personal closet of sneakers, fashion, um, urban, like streetwear, chic, graphic tees, um, bags, like whatever it fits into that streetwear community culture type of speak. It was, um, like I said, it started off as a blog lifestyle page. I was just posting like some of my old kicks. And then I had a lot of friends and followers that would be like, okay, can you do the release date because i don't know what comes out i was like that's so smart so it started as being more informational now right more than just my focus so um i'm letting it grow into itself 
Um, I do have merch. I do want to do a sweatsuit um, line just because, I don't know, I'm, I really like a, a Chris Jenner type. If I don't like yeah. it, I'm going to make it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, so, how, that's what you got to do, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm definitely watching it grow, mm -hmm. but I do know the end goal is where I would love to have like a sneaker boutique in L.A., like, uh -huh. for sure. Oh, that's, that would be smooth. That would be uh, so I also noticed, of course, because I follow the page. Yeah, so you do you do interviews and different things too. So can you uh, talk to us about that? So as an entrepreneur, you understand you start something, and but the the whole goal, yes, was to interview um, other sneakerheads, and it mostly be women to show. Right. Um, I'm not privy to like gender or anything, but right. it was mostly shining a light on female empowerment with sneakers because it is you know rare. Mm -hmm. So I did have. Um, three or four of my sneakerhead friends that I knew someone went to Georgia this interviews are still up y'all um and I just basically asked them what's your favorite top five you know just kind of getting awareness out like hey you guys like if you're a female and you want to get into sneakers it's not taboo to right. yeah. you know be dripped down and you know be the flyers in the room as well um with sneakers and the sneaker game now has changed mm -hmm. so Basically, with the interviews, it was just to bring more like real, personable experience mm -hmm. of how you cop. You know, what was your favorite sneakers? Or some of the sneakers they had that I, some of my miss. You know, just sharing the the um, information, I guess. Mm -hmm. Okay. So just to answer some of those questions that you just okay. asked, uh, how do you cop? How do you get your shoes? How do you stay up to date with the information and the releases and all those good things? So I have this like little tab on my phone that has like Nike sneaker kicks on kicks on fire goat. Um, I'm also a part of the goat top client program loyalty program, so they keep me up to date with like the releases, mm -hmm. any cops that I may have missed. Um, so goat, shout out to goat. Shout out to goat. <laughs> it keeps me um, up to date with any shoe that I'm looking for, and mm -hmm. especially um, that was another thing I did like about my page was that to. Don't pay overpriced for shoes mm -hmm. that you know because they're going to come out again yeah. or there's going to be someone selling a shoe you know right. all these bots i know it's crazy man <laughs> i gave up i'm not gonna lie but um i definitely cop through goat that's my top okay. and then as well as if i'm out and about um i'm always every city i go to i'm always looking for the hottest boutiques mm -hmm. so sometimes they have like a good little selection mm -hmm. yeah. and i may be like okay I am missing this out my closet, okay. and I cop that way. Okay, okay. So we didn't touch on hair, we didn't touch on sneakers, and then in the overall, of course, the fashion. So, what's what would you say your your fashion style is in about three words? Um. Of course, it's not limited to three words, but off the top of your head, you gave me three words. Can I say fly? But I don't want to say fly as in like fly, fly but um, fly, fly as in like highs and lows sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, comfortable. Okay. Um, universal. Okay. And universal not meaning like, oh, I can wear camo pants, you know, over overseas. You can. But like, um, I can, it cross over to men and women. Mm, so okay. it's more, um, what, what's the word? Neutral. Neutral. Neutral or unisex? Yeah, I guess unisex okay. is way better than universal. Yeah. Um, so it can it um one of my styling friends actually told me that that he liked that my style can reach 
men and women right. that's very that's true influential though. that's true though and styling because some people just have an eye for this and it's mm-hmm. just like i think both can wear honestly mm-hmm. unless it's tailored to a female or tailored to a man right right okay okay when did you start getting into fashion or when did you know that uh fashion was something that you actually greatly enjoyed um i honestly literally love sitting in my closet mm-hmm. like um it just brings me so much peace just mm-hmm. seeing clothes i do wish i had was a fashion merchandiser major just so i could know more you know history and information right. about it but just clothes and i guess it, the freedom of expression mm-hmm. through like what you wear mm-hmm. so more of tricking the eyes sometimes like you know color blocking as they would say or right. um it was just easy. Like some people can paint and you be like, how do you do that? And yeah. it's just like, I just do a circle. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, I wouldn't say it came natural or not like that, but um, it was easy and fun and I really loved doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, there's no way that I can't translate that into like my occupation. Right. So that was the main part. Okay. Um, so what would you say that the occupation that you have now included in the in fashion would be so right now i'm a stylist okay. i would love to um make clothes mm-hmm. i i sit underneath seamstress i sit underneath you know people that know fabrics and manufacturers and actually making their own clothes mm-hmm. so as far as like you know i pull pieces or i go and find whatever the occasion is for for the client but i i do want to involve into like an actual um creator of clothes okay. or maker of clothes okay what kind of what are your what's your clientele like so right when i first started it was literally anyone this is your mic all right okay i'm about to see though yeah you can see <gasps> i just noticed I, I didn't see after a while but right. you should be good okay yeah um if it's good then y'all see this part if y'all don't then y'all don't see this part your clientele oh my clientele so in right now well when i first started it was literally my friends whoever mm-hmm. like you know when we first start off but now it's more tailored to the entertainment industry mm-hmm. so not necessarily like athletes or rappers i've done a lot of shoots also branding mm-hmm. so some of my friends have um their businesses that i take on and give them a certain look or you know image that they want so it's mainly based on themes okay and so it's more selective okay so i had to figure that process out because obviously everyone not everyone but you know a lot of people want a different style and i right. was just like can't be going to 100 stores at once so let me just focus on okay here's a brand they like these different things every so often mm-hmm. i can create around that right. kind of like a raston type person okay. um a concept and i style based on mm-hmm. that so clientele wise is now more locked in mm-hmm. so i have a set entertainment person i have a set brand and then i have like a set personal client okay so those i'll revolve around those three unless you know god steers my path otherwise mm-hmm. okay I like that. I like that. Thank you. What has been your 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 favorite memory so far? Um, really, the last branding shoot I did um with Blythe, Blythe the label. Shout out y'all shop. 
Um, I love the theme of it. It was Marilyn Monroe, like mm-hmm. diamonds are girls' best friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm really um, a theme person, right? Um, because it's more you can focus more on what you're bringing to the table. So mm-hmm. I love the dresses that we picked out, the jewelry, the hair, the glam, the backgrounds, just the style in that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how Marilyn Monroe, yeah. That, <laughs> right. That's always uh It was so cool. That's always a good thing. It was thing. so cool and Drayton is so good. Yeah, it was Okay. So as far as far as all right, so you just mentioned someone that I interviewed, my first interview Ooh. with, with Drayton. Yeah. So how is it working with uh other entrepreneurs or you know, just networking with different types of people? Uh I love it. Um a lot of people say I, I I do support anybody that is is not like I love I do love my school I really do um, but I do support anyone that is very passionate about what they do so Drake and he's very passionate about photography like right. you can see it in yeah. him he's been like that since day one right you know like Blythe is a fashion merchandise major she's been into you know the clothes and the the fabric so it's just like. Anybody that's serious about their craft mm-hmm. and really putting it all into it, I'm all for working with. Um, and it's easier working with them as well because y'all are on the same page mm-hmm. as well as what we're doing. This is the production. This is what we're trying to put out. Right. It's really easy. Like, okay. that's so I, I do like working with other entrepreneurs. Okay. What would you say are some of the greatest struggles that you've had? as far even in the three categories that we spoke about so far as far as hair sneakers fashion the struggles or disappoint that you're like should i focus on what i'm doing with school should i you know study for the lsat more or should mm-hmm. i focus on something that i actually love to do right now um i'm gonna say economy uh-huh. um sometimes again like uh all my business or endeavors are luxuries mm-hmm. i consider like hair as a luxury mm-hmm. um even though it's affordable it's a luxury right. um to some as well as styling or whatever um that would be my greatest struggle because it's not about what i do it's mm-hmm. like when i can do it right? right so it's like if the economy is bad you know the brand or whoever made mm-hmm. the client may not doing as well as themselves therefore it piggybacks on me mm-hmm. um so that's when I'm like, dang, I should have got that nine side. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when when did you when did you figure out all throughout the different factors that could uh very much dictate how this goes? You said, I know there's something I like to do. I know I can do this nine to five or I can do this, you know, more traditional route. What still made you go with this, the route that you're on right now? So, not gonna lie, um, COVID hit, so I was able to, you know, use my golden ticket, get a job, and you know, work that way, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, it was work from home. Mm-hmm. So now I was like, dang, now I really can have kind of time to, all right, take a little break, shoot a little sneaker video, you know. So mm-hmm. I was like, um, but then I was zoned out when I clock back in and be like, well, dang, you know. So I started, my mind just started saying entrepreneur mm-hmm. more than like money or mm-hmm. status or anything that came with it. It was just like my mind. Mm-hmm. And, and if you know me, my mind, once it's in my mind, it's over yeah. with. <laughs> so um, 
I was like, yeah, I, I, I got to make this work. And it was in my spirit as well as, you know, I sat with God and, and it was just so evident. Like when he mm. really put it on your mind to do it, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. Yeah. Like, and it's not nothing cliche as well because I am mature now. So I understand everything, you know, your parents say, but, um, it was just in my heart and my mind to just pick doing hair, fashion, and sneakers more mm -hmm. than um, political science. But then it's like, okay, I'm tired of sometimes going into these meetings and not saying they think this or whatever, but I rather just say, y'all talking to a lawyer right now. Right. Um, so, either, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, let's get straight to the business okay. part. So, that is the thing that I do um, want to just as an accolade, I guess, mm. more as, you know, put some respect on my name. Right. So you were kind of combined the two. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 That's a good idea. That's actually, yeah. That's how you're really supposed to do things. You have your passion. Mm -hmm. Then you still, not even saying the other part isn't a passion as well, but you have what you know that you're good at also. And the best thing is just to combine both of those gifts together and, you know, use them for the greater good. For sure. Okay. Okay. For sure. Can you give us a little uh, fit check? Fit know, check. Fit check, fit check. Um, actually, one of my cool grades was that was just the mood I was in. It was very cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, wearing one of my best friend's brand, Black Butterfly. It's Black History Month. And, you know, I support anything Black owned. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I've been obsessed with butterflies and threes lately. Weird spin. And so I got this coat. Marty's actually in Chicago. Okay. Up north, they have the best coats. Um, because I thought it was gonna be cold. Yeah. In Georgia. But you know, the, you know how our weather goes. Right, One day is sure. eighty, the next day, for sure, it's twenty. So again, that comfort and universal. Okay. 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 And the bag. Oh, the bag! Definitely a great birthday present. Um, so. I am into bags now. It's I hate that once I'm off sneakers, I kind of got my collection a little mm -hmm. stacked. Kind of, kind of get into bags and shoes. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, shades, not shoes. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's great. Uh, and got a question for you. All right. So, uh, could you? So, with this fashion sense, is it was it you just personally, or was it like a family thing? Was this something that you had in common with your? siblings or anything like that um i definitely get it from my mom mm -hmm. she was she was a lady like you know don't step out the house half stepping mm -hmm. um and as a little girl she always had my bowls matching my purses mm -hmm. matching my shoes like you know my mom's born in the 50s so mm -hmm. she was one of them type parents yeah. um very dainty so i do attribute a lot of uh delicacy and detail to my mom mm -hmm. as well as my brother he had like you know the whole music and stuff going so i got more of the sneaker culture and mm -hmm. um urban wear from him so just being around those and looking at cinderella and, and yeah you know all that reality tv a mix i was just like oh i need to be in paris and gucci right mm -hmm. now but um it's, it's definitely a mix of my background my mom she was very put together. Okay. Um, and I like that. That's nice. That's nice. Okay. Do you have any uh, advice for anyone going into, say, styling or fashion or, you know, just anything entrepreneurship or non traditional? 
Um, research. Research. Do your research. Um, knowledge degenerates into probability as well as no one can tell you what you're looking for if you don't find it yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just the basis of anything, whether it's the next tech person, the next fashion guru, do your research because it's no point in researching, trying to go into something you don't know. Right. Because then they're going to tell you what, you, what you're supposed to know or think you know. Mm -hmm. And instead of telling you what to think, teach yourself how to think. Okay. So do your research. Ultimately. Okay. That's good advice. Do you have any uh, advice for me? Um, I think you popping. So advice wise, um, I'm not, you know, I can take it. I can take anything. I, I know, I know. Great, I, I so. really love your dynamic. Thank you. Um, um just be yourself more. Mm -hmm. Like you're you have a total good vibe. Just be yourself way more. Okay. Um, not way more, like just do the most and then yeah. Yeah, like pop your shit. Mm -hmm. And in a sense of not like, oh, I'm this, but literally pop your shit. It it, it reach across rooms. That your thing is not arrogance, is not anything. Any any real person gonna respect it, mm -hmm. and any real person gonna see it. Right. So just actually be yourself. Okay. People do say that. People have been telling me that, and I've been trying low key, but I've been getting nervous. Not really. I no, I, I am. I'm the most. <laughs> I'm, I'm very nervous trying. and shy. So. Okay. No, but I, I really am going. I really need to do that because a big part of this is for me to be. Uh, more authentic in this i do want to let my audience know like you know we're no difference from who y'all are or even the steps that y'all at the steps that y'all at like we all started from a point of i don't want to necessarily necessarily say confusion but we just don't know what we're about to do so of course everyone that i'm interviewing every, everything that i'm doing because mm -hmm. i'm still shot at what i'm doing but I just had to start doing the right. first interview and right. go to the second, the third, For the sure. fourth, the fifth. For and sure. And, and that's, that's what it do. Going, if, keep it going. If you don't do the small steps now, there's no point in trying to do it all in one leap. Right. So attack it now, regardless of how far you think you're going to step, just step. All right. <laughs> you got to step, you know? Step. If you're a step, it is step. That's what it is. That's what it Yeah. All right. So, you know, I got my final question. I got my final question. You you like numbers? You good with numbers? You mentioned you know you mentioned three 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 earlier. You mentioned you know something else with some numbers earlier. I guess. Uh, so I'm an odd number, mm. and I drop one letter, and now I'm even. What am I? I'm Mm-hmm. OD. Hmm? OD. <laughs> um odd. I'm an odd number. Then I drop one letter. What am I? Zero? Zero. No, if you're odd number, you drop one, you become even. Mm-hmm. I'm stumped. Stumped. I'm seven. Wait, how? You see, when you got the seven and then you drop a letter, 
You got that S and I'll yeah, even. even. Yeah. I like that. It got me. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning into Paid in Passion. Yeah. Let your passion work for you. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That was good. That was good. That was good.